Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. A mid-morning dance with the devil from the farmer of fury. Dangerous mid-morning debate with the great dictator. The independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham here on Talk Radio. It was on this very show yesterday that we heard uh, Secretary of State for Health Jeremy Hunt stand up in the House of Commons and reveal the breast cancer blunder that could so far have cost as many as 270 lives. 450,000 women were let down by a system that completely failed to notify them they needed routine mammograms between 2009 and 2018. That's a nine-year period. It's yet another example of how the NHS seems to be incapable of dealing with large numbers. It's consistent Failed to make IT systems work properly, and it can't really be trusted to not make the kind of mistakes that can inevitably cost lives. 0344 499 1000. Isn't it time to rethink the way the NHS is run? Isn't it time to depoliticise the NHS and stop using it as a weapon uh, between two political parties that seem to have a completely different ideology about how it should be run? Coming up later in the show, we'll find out just why broadband is such a bad service in almost every home in the country. I don't think I know anyone that I've ever met who talks about their broadband being brilliant and whether being from the north of England is a serious impediment to getting on. 0344 499 1000. You're listening to me, Mike Graham and Daisy McAndrew on Talk Radio. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Got this tweet from Tim. He says, I live in a brand new house, two years old. The whole area where I live is on fibre, apart from these new houses built by Taylor Wimpy. First six months, no phone line or broadband. Now we are not on fibre in a new house. That's ridiculous. Well, I don't know how uh, widespread this fibre is and how much better it is, but let's talk to Jacques, uh, who's in Andover. Hi, Jacques. Hi, Mike. Hi, Daisy. How, well, how would, uh, what do you want to tell us? Um, my 18-month contract with, uh, with, with Talk Talk ran out in February this year, so uh-huh. um, I've had an atrocious broadband service from them. Mind you, their customer service is personally really good. Uh-huh. Um, went online um, and wanted to give my month's notice, and a, a prompt came up saying, um, you know, we will offer you this, and we can also offer you a broadband boost. Now... I work from home most days, and I do a lot of, uh, you know, video conferencing, WebEx, Skyping. Right. Um, and the poor broadband service and speed that I've had, you know, on many occasions when I was having meetings with people from across the country, literally just cuts out. Right. You know, and it's quite embarrassing. Anyway, 
So um, in, uh, in February, when I did that, uh, it said, yeah, if you boost your broadband with us, uh, we will boost it up to between 60 and 80 megabits, right. uh, megabytes a second. And do, I thought, do you know what that means, though? Uh, what? Well, because yes I don't. No. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know it sounds faster, but I have no idea what it means. Yeah, there's kilobytes and megabytes. Right. So the smaller, yeah, yeah, it's like pens and pounds, okay. pennies and pounds. You know. And so I thought, well, okay, you know, sixty between six zero and eight zero megabytes, that would great be be great. And since since February, after uh, when I upgraded, I've not had anything higher. Then about 35, 40 megabytes. Uh, just what you were saying, Mike. Hmm. You, you know, so I called them up, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it turned out that they, I, my broadband router was out of date, so they sent me what's called a super router, you know. <laughs> um, so I plugged in the super router, and lo and behold, you know, the, the speeds are exactly what they were before. So I've locked an official complaint with them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and um, I'm just basically not getting anywhere. But I was listening to that gentleman from U-Switch, you yeah. know, and I'm doing exactly what he said, where I'm, I'm waiting for that final acknowledgement letter from Talk Talk saying, we are not upholding your complaint before I take it further. Okay. You know? um, my neighbor, she's on virgin fiber optic broadband. Mm. And uh, like you said earlier on with your neighbors, that chat a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, I spoke to her a few times, and she's on uh, on Virgin Fiber Optic, and she gets around 200 megabytes, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Wow. And what really gripes me is that or they also say um, in their adverts, just like Sky and everyone else, we will not slow you down even during peak hours. Yes, they do. Right. You know, so so my, my ultimate gripe with them is, is that they advertise me a service, and I'm paying for something I'm not getting. Exactly right. Well, in any any other walk of life, Jack, uh, you know, this would be almost a prosecutable offence because you're basically being sold something which isn't what it purports to be. It's like somebody selling you an Audi, and you you get inside it, it turns out they've just stuck an Audi shell over a Mini or something. But not only that, you can't just take it back to the shop, you know, quickly and efficiently, swap swap it for a better one. It's all the time, you know, just as you've been describing your, you know, your ordeal, it's it's the time and energy that it's taken up. And also, Jack, if if it's true that they have a problem at peak times, for example, how is it possible for your neighbour to have the speed that she's got the 24 hours around the clock when you can't? Exactly. Now, we're going to talk to Dr. Chana Jayasena, uh, who's a consultant and endocrinologist from Imperial College London, a very posh place indeed, because uh, we've asked you earlier, is your life ruled by your husband's hormones? Yep. You suggested to me that uh, you didn't think it was. Well, no, I suggested that he probably didn't think it was, <laughs> and he probably would say that it was uh, ruled by my hormones, although I don't tend to be very... I haven't. Very hormonal, but I think there is something in the kind of biosmosis yeah. thing. You know when you know men say that they get you know they get sort of morning sickness when their partner's mm. pregnant and all that sort of thing. I think there is something in yeah. that. You know, when, I when, think when you live together as well, there's yeah. a certain kind of you know one thing affects the other. Yes, you know and, I mean? you know, and and if there's a whole household of women, they tend, I don't want to get too graphic, but yeah. they tend to fall into you know step with each other yeah. cycle wise and those sort of things. Then that, that that clearly does happen. Well, I know the mother of my children uh, lives with with two male teenage well almost teenage boys, a male dog. Uh, and me, and I think she feels kind of ganged up on it quite, quite my, a lot of the time, even though the dog doesn't have any bits. Well, my dad always insisted on having male dogs because he lived with a wife and two daughters. Yes. And he said otherwise he was completely out of Yeah, numbers, well, I so. think that's right. Well, let's talk to uh, Dr. Jayasino and see what uh, is going on. Dr. Jayasino, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you very much. Now, uh, now is there some truth to the, the male menopause vis-a-vis the female menopause? 
Uh, in truth, the overall answer is no. Okay. Um, in How the, disappointing. In the world's shortest interview. <laughs> There's, a, there's about 2% of men who actually are affected by low testosterone levels in older age, and we know that, and that's a very real syndrome. And the men who get that are people who tend to be obese, who have chronic illnesses on lots of medications right. and have a lack of exercise. Um, and the risk in- increases with age and all of those risk factors. But actually, for the vast majority of men, uh, in contrast to women, you have a very gradual decline in testosterone but nothing like the abrupt stop in, um, you know, testosterone and, levels that women get with periods, mm-hmm. with, for, with the menopause. For that 2%, just before we deal with everybody else, who yeah. do um, get some sort of form of, of male menopause, what, what would the effects be? What, you know, yeah. how would it manifest itself? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of work's been, been done on this, and it's really um, symptoms of sexual function. So it's actually an intra- if there's a... If there's a really stark drop in um, libido, so interest in sex, um, erectile function, but also increasing frailty, so sort of a loss of uh, physical activity or losing lots of muscle mass. Um, It's really important for men to exclude um, their GPs to exclude more obvious things like depression, but it is it is a cause of all of those things. But I wonder if I mean you say it's two percent, but th- those are the kind of things that most most men don't like talking to anybody about, whether it's the GP or anyone else. I wonder if there's yeah. a, a hidden, you know, a number of people suffering with these symptoms who don't discuss it and therefore don't get diagnosed. Yeah, that's 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 a very good point. And I mean, there was a very large um, study done of three thousand men in Europe to actually answer precisely this, and that's where the the two percent comes ah, from. So okay. we think that's a that's a fairly um, uh, accurate mm. estimate. But you're absolutely right that there's a there's a real societal problem that men do underestimate um, and, and and are quite late to present with symptoms. So actually, how many men are presenting to their GPs? Maybe much less than that. So it's really important for men uh, and and their partners and families to be to be aware of this. But it but it will. I just want to say that it is diff- it is not really a male menopause, and it mm. does affect a minority of men. Sure, but is it a kind of chicken and egg situation, isn't it? Because I'm looking at there was a big piece in the Mail today about um, yeah. you know just one particular woman talking about her husband's mood swings and all of that, and yeah. you wonder yeah. which which came first. You know, was it the loss of libido, or was it the lack of sex, or was it you know lethargy that caused the lack of sex, or what? You know what I mean? I mean, it's what comes first. Absolutely. And, and, and so if you're, you're not having any sex, you're going to be in a pretty bad mood anyway, aren't you? You're absolutely right. So, so, so there's a huge number of, of factors. We, you know, we live busy, hectic lives. We're sleep deprived, yeah. and of course, things like mental health are, are, are really, really important. And it's important when men are experiencing um, health problems such as this to seek medical advice and get their testosterone level measured. The reassurance I want to give is that, you know, we don't want men to be thinking that they're automatically going to be testosterone deficient because statistically that's unlikely but it is something to exclude. And is there something like the equivalent of HRT for men that they can be given to correct it? Yes, yes. So you can give um, testosterone replacement in the form of a gel or, or injections. Um, it, it ha- it's really important to make sure a man really is testosterone deficient. Mm. There's been a big scandal in the US because they, they can actually um, advertise directly to patients on, on, on TV. And a lot of men have been given uh, testosterone when they didn't need it inappropriately. And when it's given when you don't need it, um, such as bodybuilders, for example, taking it, it's a less extreme form of that. Yeah. It can cause problems with blood clots, the heart, and actually make you less well rather than more well. And we know so from... Sorry, yeah. I was going to say, we know from the American experience as well that there's quite a lot of sort of hormonal injections into the beef and stuff there. I mean, do we have that problem 
to a lesser extent here or, or to a larger extent? And, and does it matter what you eat in terms of your testosterone? Uh, that, that, that's a very good question. So actually, um, the, the amount of testosterone, I mean, all animals do have um, androgens, which is the family of that testosterone in, but it, it tends to get broken down. So um, there are natural estrogens, plant estrogens in certain nuts and, and foods, um, but by and large, it, it plays a very small role in, in controlling your body's own hormonal levels. Right, OK. So the next time I'm grumpy, uh, I should uh, hold up what sort of defensive card and say, you know, this is clearly the result of something beyond my control. <laughs> well, um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, you, you well, I'm glad I made you laugh one, anyway. And I might try that with my wife as well. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I think, well, you know, because we're, we're, one thing we're very good at is deflecting uh, any kind of blame for anything. So yes. clearly, if, the, yes. if you've given me the reason, uh, Dr. Chana Jayasena from the <laughs> Imperial College of London, that I can use against my uh, other half to say there's a reason why I'm like this, you know, I might, I might sort of get a leg up in some way. Well, you can try that if you want, and uh, they know where I live, absolutely. And we hear all the time about video games being damaging to children, and, and, and mm. we tend to kind of get a bit hysterical, particularly if it becomes as big as this, as, as this game does, because it means that, you know, people like the journalists at the Dirty Mail suddenly go, my God, look at this, it's going to destroy society. And I'm not having a go at them, because that's their job, that's, they are yeah. the guardians of our society, as we know. But the point is, is that um, they tend to come and go. I mean, I was talking to Daisy this morning about Minecraft. I mean, Minecraft was a big thing around about just over a year ago, really. And it seemed like my kids did nothing but want to build houses on Minecraft and, you know, make people disappear by burning them with, with lava, which seemed a little bit harsh to me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, you know, people were going to theatres to watch people playing Minecraft. Mm. I mean, Minecraft seems to have disappeared completely now. Well, it's still it's still very much going. Well, Is it? But you're, but you're, yeah, but I think you know Minecraft's probably going to be going for a few years yet. But you're right. I think what happens is you get this kind of sense of more and more people start playing it. So then the you know the tabloid press will and parents will start worrying about it. And the tabloid press because you know nothing sells papers like worry mm. uh, will pick up on it as well. And it, you know and it, and it builds into it, you know it builds into a quite almost like a like you say like a big hysteria. And we've seen it all the way through. Um, video games and we've seen it with other things you know that we had this whole thing with fidget spinners last year where where fidget spinners were being banned from schools because kids were just playing with them constantly you know it's it's something in the nature of childhood where you find something you love and you just can't stop yourself yeah you always get get, yeah. get those crazies well it's not just we, childhood is it no we had the po- po- we had the pokemon <laughs> with everybody rushing yeah. around trying yeah. to find i mean yeah. that was bonkers pokemon. wasn't it you'd see people walking down the street staring into their phones Banging and i thought into you know if anybody <laughs> wants a kind of a mass way of just robbing everyone just yeah. take you just run up some grab their phone yeah. and run off that's it. But the side of that story, which I find really interesting, because my son's on the autism spectrum and he finds it very difficult to socialise with other people. So right. Pokemon Go was actually brilliant for him because mm. it got him outside into the fresh air and it got him meeting mm. other people his age. So, you know, that's the side of games that people often don't talk about, the fact that there is this po- positive side. I mean, actually, Fortnite's r- really social. My, my, my sons, and especially my, my older son, uh, finds it really easy to talk to people playing the game and, mm. and, and share it with people. And that, I think that's the side that often doesn't get seen with, with all the worries about screen time. But I suppose, Keith, that is one of the things that will set alarm bells ringing. You know, if, if, imagining your child in the privacy of his or her own bedroom talking to strangers uh, who are also playing Fortnite. You, you kind of start thinking, oh, they're going to be grooming them. They, so there's going to be all sorts of unholy behaviour going on. Yeah, and I completely understand that. And, you know, I, I, one of the things I've had to do, even though I've played video games all my life, is I've had to learn how to use parental controls and I've had to learn mm. how each game they like 
how it works, how I have to stop that. And, and it's true in lots of social online games, you can speak to strangers, but if they don't have, if you don't, for example, buy them a headset, then they can't do that. If you put parental controls on, you can block other people from talking to your children. So there are lots of things that you can do. And I think one of the Yeah, but you don't really know in the end. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, see which hundred people they're playing against. You don't. No, I mean you can. You can play with. You can set it up so they can only play. Um, so they, they they can. You can set it up. So they can play with squads with their friends, yeah. but they'll still be playing against you know ninety six strangers. So yeah, you, there's there's nothing you can do about that. But what you can do is you can very much limit their ability to communicate with other people within mm. the game using parental controls. Right. So. so specifically on Fortnite, and I'm asking this for entirely selfish reasons because, like yeah. Mike, my kids are also completely addicted to it and will race upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and, and want to do the update and then and then and they do you've just mentioned head they do have headsets and it normally sounds like they're talking to a school friend and playing with them yeah. but presumably yeah. they're talking to a school friend but there are as you said 98 other people playing in that same game what should i be doing to to protect in that situation well i think each so there there is a possibility with parental controls on consoles uh, to limit who your child can speak to so they can only maybe speak to people in their peer group or people that you know. Um, there's a brilliant uh, website called askaboutgames.com, which is run by UKI, the games uh, trade body in the UK, and also uh, Video Standards Council. 
And you can go on then. It tells you how to use parental controls. And it's really super simple language. And that's how I learned how to use them. So you can actually limit who they can speak to so they can only speak to, to friends. I think that's the best thing to do. Mm. Um, you know, investigate those and, and just become a little bit more canny about how the game works and, and, and what your kids are doing. And I think that, uh, that sort of lessens a lot of the fear and paranoia around games anyway, just kind of understanding how they work. I think that, I mean, my kids keep begging to teach me how to play it. And of course, I think they go far too busy, not interested. It's not my thing, but actually, it would be the responsible thing to do, and they would be thrilled as well just to sit down and actually get them to. Talk, yeah, my talk son me asked me last week if I wanted to have a go, and I just <laughs> said, "Well, the thing is, my I, I'm actually of the opinion that my, my dexterity is not the same as his in the sense of I don't I've never really used a games console. Yeah, no, it won't. Yeah. Know, I played yeah. uh, Space Invaders when it first came out, which meant I used my two. Uh, to my, my two first fingers on my left hand and my fourth finger on my right hand, and that was it. But the idea yeah. that you have to kind of use all kinds of paddles and, and you know, motion things and sensors and all that, I don't think I've actually physically got the, the hand dexterity to do it. Yeah, you do. You do lose a lot of your uh, a lot of the, your impulse and reaction yeah. speeds as you come out. You're like that's, this is why most professional gamers, uh, the ones that do it for a living, they're between the ages of about sixteen and twenty four. Right. At twenty four, you're considered you know old Over age, the hill. A, a veteran. Quite right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Keith, it's one of the other criticisms that, that's aimed at Fortnite is, and you mentioned it that it's um, quite cartoony and the way mm. it's created. But it's officially it's a twelve plus. But people are saying that it's clearly aimed at younger children, which is irresponsible do you think it is aimed at, at youngsters because of the the way it's designed i i don't th- look i think it's i think it's aimed age appropriate so i think it's we talk about you know immediately when we talk about cartoon visuals we do think of very young children but um you know uh, it, we're living in an age now of studio ghibli and quite advanced um disney uh, animated movies so you know animated movies are, are for all of us so just because the, gar- the 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 graphics are brash and bright doesn't mean they're specifically for underage children and i think um, I think that, that's really that's a really important point to make. So I think I think Fortnite is very much aimed at I would say children between 12 and 18. Mm. Um, but I think um, for me, there's lots of complexities in the game that makes it interesting for older people as well. And like you, you as you were mentioning there about hand-eye coordination, the, the game, you can actually play Fortnite and, and pretty much hide for most of the game and then pop out at the end and, and try your luck. So there's lots of different <laughs> tactics you can play. I'm told as well that there is now a, a sort of uh, somebody who's about 13 who's been named as the first professional uh, 13-year-old uh, Fortnite player. Do you know about that? Yeah, yeah. So um, that Fortnite is becoming is going to become a, a, a big esport, which is a multi you know multi million uh, dollar business now. And uh, one of the best players in the world is a thirteen year old from England who's really? been, who's, who's going to be employed in the team. Although that's kind of a problem because uh, the teams are supposed to be eighteen and over. So I don't know what will happen there. <laughs> we should get uh, him yeah. on the show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. You but I mean, because this has done no good whatsoever to my suggestion to my children that you know it's all very well sitting around playing video games all your life that's not going to get you anywhere and they go yeah. well hang on this guy's just become a professional age 13 he's going to be a millionaire probably exactly yeah then you've got the big you've got the big youtubers like ali a yeah. who, who, are, who are making millions too but i think um i you know i think as parents i think we should learn about the games but we should also learn ways that we can exploit them i actually got a lovely tweet from one of my friends uh, on uh, twitter this morning a writer and, and poet uh, called victoria who's whose son, she said, has, um, has devised a daily workout for the family based on the Fortnite dances, and, he, and he's just taught himself on the piano two of the Fortnite songs. I think that's lovely. That's, like, if you that's can, 
good. It enhance uh, their passion for the video game and, and use it in different ways. And I think you know that's a good a good positive way of dealing with it. Didn't a footballer use a Fortnite dance as his goal celebration on the pitch the other day? Yeah, Deli Ali is you. Uh, that's as right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and and I've seen other I've, I've, a Cardiff uh, a Cardiff striker used it as well a few weeks ago. And members of Australia. Wow. The Austra- Australian rugby players have been doing it as well. So uh, um, It's I, incredible, you know, isn't it? Because, I mean, are there people, Keith, who uh, kind of manufacture these games or who design them, who come up with, you know, I don't know, hooks and, and things that they know that the, that the world of social media will kind of latch onto and make into a viral thing, you know, like the dance? Definitely. Which, which, I mean, how, but also I mean, celebrities are paid, aren't they, to, to, are to, they? Pr- to promote? I mean, I don't know if they needed to with Fortnite, but they're definitely... No, no. I would say in this occasion, yeah. it's just the footballers have been, play- have been I mean, playing. I mean, something like Deli Alley, you couldn't pay him enough money to do anything. I mean, he's no, already I getting some ludicrous no, 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 amount no, of money. I, I meant the sort of more the YouTube type oh, right. of... Yeah, I wish I somebody mean, would pay me to do a Fortnite dance. Yeah, yeah very occasionally YouTubers are, yeah, the YouTubers are paid and they have to, they have to signal that as paid, as paid content. Right. Um, that, that definitely happens. What I think is really interesting, though, is that these things are quite circular. So a lot of the dances that you see in Fortnite are based on memes uh, that, right. that have spun mm-hmm. around the internet. So that one of the big, uh, one of the big dances in Fortnite is called the Floss. And oh, that the came floss from a, yeah, the floss. Yeah, that came from a, yeah, that's it. There's that that I came from a Katy Perry video. So, yeah. have you tried uh, to do the floss? The sh- by the way, oh, I've tried uh, endlessly. Normally, you, after a few drinks, it? and I just get I laughed can't at. Do it. I, I, and I last, can't, and last I can't night I was it. trying to do shooting, the shooting <laughs> dance, whatever that was. And I can't do that either. No, no my I youngest to... son's been trying to teach me to do it, right? And he's uh, brilliant at it. I cannot <laughs> I... even coordinate my arms. I mean, this is why I don't play the game. I've, I, I have to admit, it drives me mad. I've actually banned, I've actually banned the Fortnite dances from have the you? downstairs area of our house. They're only allowed to do floss in their own room. Okay. <laughs> Donovan says the first computer I got was an Amstrad CPC 464. Means nothing to me. Uh, he says with a green screen. Paperboy was the classic game, but by the time it loaded up, you'd grabbed the football and gone off with your mates. Well, I think that's the thing. I mean, you know, there was a, an awful. Uh, I remember my uh, my older kids who are now grown up had a game uh, which was this guy running through a sort of um, underground caves a series of uh, things. I don't yeah. remember what it was called, but my daughter rediscovered it somewhere and she was like, "Oh, this is one I used to play when I was about 10. Yeah. Um, Retro. And, yeah, it was a retro, and it's now a retro game. But you know, it's it's a it's a bizarre world. Let's talk to Martin, uh, who's in Bristol. Hello, Martin. Hello, Martin. Are you a player of Fortnite? I I am guilty. And how old are you, Martin? I'm thirty six. Thirty six. Well, that's okay. Do you play against like teenagers, or how do you know who you're playing against? Yeah, I got um, a, a really good couple of friends from uh, one from Sweden, one from Portugal. They're both. 18, okay. uh, much better than me. Right. They carry me, pretty much. All right. Uh, How did you get into it, Martin? Uh, just seeing it through the internet. I play uh, quite a lot of video games. Watch Twitch is a streaming platform. Okay. Um, they, so a lot of new games go on to Twitch, and then you kind of... So it's, it's a bit like advertising, watching streamers play okay. it, and then, uh, yeah, you can decide whether you like it and want to buy it. And Martin, has playing Fortnite affected your relationship with your parents? <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad's rang fixing me things at the moment, right? I could, uh, I could ask him. Ask him if he finds it as annoying yeah. as we do. Does he mind if you spend seven ninety nine on the new axe or whatever it is? I, I don't actually live in my mother's basement, unfortunately. So I'm but you are a gamer. A typical gamer, yeah, yeah. But I mean, presumably, uh, one of the. Being self 
self-employed and living in my own home, unfortunately. You, are... you see, that must be difficult, though. You see, if you're self-employed and you're playing a game like Fortnite, isn't there a kind of a tendency to forget about your work and just play Fortnite all day? It is more so when I'm at work, because obviously I need to keep the electric bills on, so yeah. there's a big incentive to go mm. to work, but... It, it helps get through the day knowing that you've got something exciting and competitive to go home to right. and play. And, and you're, you're, to, to say, because you, you got a bit confused at the start as well, that you can actually communicate with the 100 people. You can only communicate with the people that are in your squad. Okay. There's actually no way whatsoever that anybody could insult you for killing them or anything like okay. that. There's, there's no repercussions. I thought, I thought there were me- methods of like text messaging people when they're on the same game. N- not, not in that game in particular. Oh, no. okay. There, oh, there right. is in other games. There definitely is in other games, and and there is a lot of what they call smack talking. Yeah. Which is where you can get insulted quite badly. Okay. Sometimes from people on your own teams, like Dota is quite a toxic game. Right. Okay. Let's go is another very toxic well, game. I, I missed that. What, uh, what were the names? What the names of those games? I'm interested to know. Uh, so, so Dota Two. That's like one that's a big esport, and that's like a fantasy game where right. five people against five people. And uh, CS:GO is uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive, which is a very old game. Like, this game has been going on for a very long time. It makes a lot of people a lot of money with right. the big competitions. So, uh, and presumably one of the reasons that, 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 that Fortnite's so popular, Martin, is you don't have to pay to download it. You get it for free, and then you can right. choose how much money... I mean, how much money would you say you spend on it on a weekly I've basis? I've literally not spent a penny. Really? At the moment, you can get free skins if you've got a... Uh, if you can get a, a Amazon Prime free trial, okay. so you just pop your credit card details in, get the free trial, link Twitch Prime account to that, right. and you get free skins on Fortnite. So I've got stuff in the game. Well, for, for the, just for the, is that just for the trial period? Just for the trial, literally for the trial. Then I took my credit card details off, never paid a penny, got free skins. Well, how, well what do you do now, though, once the trial period's over? Now I'm, I'm not fussed. Oh right! Yeah, so you don't, yeah, you don't. What, what if you need new skins though? Oh well, no, I'm not that fussy. No, I, I don't look like the. Uh, I don't look like a basic player anymore, so I'm happy there. Mm-hmm. See, know? my kids are always buying stuff like. I mean, I don't even know yeah. what it is they're buying, but they That's buy. They've got it. The they've skins. got us over a barrel. Well, there's a saying at the moment that skins equals wins, and unfortunately, it's not the case. Right. You need to well, I'm going to start using some of these yeah. phrases to them. Skins doesn't equal wins, oh. man. Yeah. And then <laughs> whilst they'll be so shocked that I know what I'm talking about that they might flossing. give up the game altogether. <laughs> Martin, are you? Martin, are you? A good flosser i'm not no no i am i am my, my dancing is as bad as my gameplay unfortunately okay. no <laughs> all I've right over quite a lot well listen i appreciate you calling yeah. martin thank you very much how long do you think you'll play this game until you get fed up and move on to something else uh indefinitely i mean i've i've been i've been completely like what you would probably call addicted but i mean you can get addicted to knitting <laughs> you know? yeah so i'm i'm uh, avid games player and I'm I'm not bored yet. I have been through all my teenage life, through all my twenties, now through my thirties. I can't imagine it stopping in my forties to be honest. The thing is there's nobody in the corner with the knitting kind of going, Come on Martin, come on over the game. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, it, for for all the kids 
you know, knife crime is a big thing at the moment. For all the kids that are indoors playing on their computers, they're not out and involved in mm. anything like that. Yeah, so, that's true. No, 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 listen, I'm, I'm not one of those that says they're terrible for, for, for anyone to play. I just think, like most intelligent parents, you would say, well, you don't do it all the time because it's not a good idea. Marcy, thanks very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I mean, for them to do anything kind of all the um, time, all the time yeah. is not a good idea, basically, is it? No, but it, it is just, I mean, it's weighing up that you know, the adult thing of saying, you know, go outside and get some fresh air, get some exercise, yeah. kick, kick a football. It's all that. Well, I mean, for of... the last, um, I would say, certainly 18 months, they've been obsessed with scooters, right? And yeah. we've, I've been taking the backwards and forwards to, to skate parks and they've been scooting around and they've been buying little wheels and yeah. bits and pieces for them. Um, that seems to have now gone completely by the wayside. Our kids are separated at yeah. birth. My, my, my daughter particularly has been really into... Um, skating and you know, learning all the tricks. And funny yeah. enough, she went off it and she's just got back into it okay. because one of her school friends is into it. So, yeah, yeah. And that is such a relief because if your kid isn't particularly sporty, something mm. like skateboarding, which yeah. is quite cool as well as being is. active, yeah. um, is brilliant. And there's not many girls that do it either. It's a very boy-type no, sport. No. So it's quite cool for girls uh, actually, to go along and join in. The, the, one of our local parks has just built a skate park for teenagers because that's such a difficult age. You mm. know, they're, not, they're too old for the playground. Yeah. Um, you know, they're it's far too babyish to go and swing on a swing. Yeah. But they're not, you know, they're not adults. They're still right. very young teenagers. And then you get to make the choice as to whether you want them to hang around at the skate park. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. If you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, via DAB, online or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.